What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rauch. In this episode, I interview Sean Fermantes. He is a graphic and interactive design student here at the school. He's also the founder and president of the Quinnipiac Student Artists League. We're going to talk about that. This show is produced by Grace McGuire. Thanks for listening. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, tell me about why you created this new organization, the Student Artists League. Yeah, so the Student Artists League, which I like to call Sal, um, it's the cute little name that he gave it, um, is really here to promote and advocate for the visual and performing arts programs here at Quinnipiac. So coming in, I knew I wanted to do something arts related. Um, it's one of the reasons why I chose graphic design in the first place as my major. Um, and I also wanted to get involved in all of the arts activities here. So I'm a member of the Legends Acapella. Um, that's our on-campus acapella group, and I joined that in my first year. And then over time, I realized there's so much potential for the arts here at Quinnipiac, and there's so much that we can do, and there's so many creative students here at this university. And what I wanted to do was create a community um, where we all could gather and where we could all uh, create art together and just be creative people. And so that's why I created the Student Artists League. Um, it's our on-campus community for those artists um, to gather, to create art, um, and basically grow the art scene here at Quinnipiac. And so uh, how how have you all manifested that since the formation? What, is, what are some of the things that you've done? Yeah, so it's actually um, gone pretty well. Um, so we started having our Gboard meetings, and um, we've been recruiting all these different students from across um, the university. We actually had a panel um, a couple weeks ago. It's called our State of the Arts panel. And what that was, was we gathered some of the on-campus arts leaders. So we had the president of the Legends Acapella, Nina Pacello, who's also in the School of Calm, um, Jenna Hallam, who is the president of our AIGA chapter, and then Jake Cedar, who's our vice president of operations on SGA. Um, we had them in the piazza to come and talk about, you know, what's the state of the arts here at our school and how can we improve it? How can we improve the art scene and create um, more of an environment for creative students and artists to gather? Um, and so that's one thing that we did. And then tomorrow, actually, um, we're having a visual art showcase and competition um, basically for students to submit work, um, visual pieces of artwork that they have. And it's going to be on display in Mount Carmel Auditorium right here in this building. And so that's a chance for students to showcase their work and their talent and for students to come in and witness it. Very cool. Um, you are also part of AIGA, right? Yes, I'm the vice president and treasurer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Combined it into, uh, gave two roles to one person. Nice. Just going for it. Very, very nice. Um, Sean, is, why the interest in graphic and interactive design? Obviously, you're interested in arts, but why did you decide to major in GID? Yeah, so that is a very weird story, and it goes all the way back to when I was younger. Um, so, um, so when I was younger and I would go to church, they would give out these bulletins, um, basically going over, you know, what are what's going on here, um, what are some of the activities that are happening. And I always found them to be interesting. I never knew why. I always thought that was a weird part about me. Like, why do I like... <laughs> The church bulletin. Why do I like the church bulletin? Why do I like um, these graphics? And looking back on it, they were kind of like these horrible graphics you would find online, like clip art. 
and whatnot. It was just designed in a way um, that I found interesting. And so what I would do was I would go back home. I would take a piece of paper out of the printer and I would try and redesign these in a sense. And looking back on it now, they were pretty horrible redesigns. Um, but I think that's where it stemmed from. And then when I was in high school and yeah, just high school, um, I would manage um, the Instagram accounts for clubs. So um, I did that for a marching band. I did that for our school's DECA chapter. Um, and I also did it for esports, which was um, esports was very difficult for me because I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and that was a hard one. Um, but that kind of really um, drew me into graphic design. And then eventually when I came to Quinnipiac, um, when I was researching Quinnipiac, I found that he had a graphic design major. I'm like, you know what? I should apply for that. It's actually an interesting story, Chris, because Quinnipiac, out of all the schools that I applied for, um, that was the only one I applied for graphic design. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. The other schools I applied for business. Huh. What were you going to do with business? Yeah. I actually don't know now that I'm thinking about it because now that I'm here and I'm taking all these graphic design classes and, you know, learning so much more about the field, I know that, you know, that's the route that I want to take. Like, that's where I want to work. That's what I want to do. Um, and it's just like a beautiful thing to find that out. Yeah. And you're combining your GID major with a minor in advertising. Is that correct? Uh, double minor in advertising, fine arts. Yes. Okay. And, and what do you feel like that combination is giving you? Um, really just like the content creation piece. Okay. You know, I've just been very interested lately um, in just social media and content creation, something that's been exploding, you know, over the past couple of years. And I, so, and I think like combining um, that interest in graphic design with an interest for advertising, um, how we strategically communicate with people, with our audiences. Um, I think that's just a great combination. You know, design is one thing because here you are designing graphics and, you know, that's also one part of communication is that you have the visual and that creative side. The other thing is that strategic part, right? So strategic communication, you know, what's the best way, the most effective way to design something and then what's the most effective way to write the copy that goes alongside it and strategically just communicating that message that you want to get across. You know, that's something that I just find really interesting and just providing that sense of value, you know, providing value to whoever's reading that or whoever's seeing that. And so what is the what is the ultimate goal here? What post-graduation, what do you want to do? You know, that's that's a very interesting question. Um, do you, I mean, do you want to go into advertising or do you want to do I want design? to do more graphic design. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, if there's any chance of combining, you know, that content creation piece with that graphic design piece, which I feel like they really go along, that's really what I want to do. Okay, very cool. Um, I want to go back to something you mentioned, and that is when you were applying to, to universities, Quinnipiac was the only one you, you applied to for graphic design. Yes. Um, what made you decide to pick Quinnipiac over the other schools that you were you were looking at? You're a local kid. Yes, I'm from Wallingford. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so I can have lunch in Wallingford. That's how, that's how <laughs> close it is for people who don't know. I do that sometime. I go to my oh. parents' house, yeah. have lunch. Yeah. yeah. So I chose Quinnipiac. That was one part was location. The other one was three plus one, okay. um, which I'm in. And then aside from that, you know, it's just a beautiful campus. I felt like it was just the right size. You know, the beautiful thing about this university um, is that it's small enough that you, you know, 
you see your friends every single day just walking on the crowd, but we have the large, we have the resources of a larger university. Um, and I think that's a great mix. The other thing about Quinnipiac too is that it was always in the back of my mind, you know, being a local. Um, one of my parents' friends went to Quinnipiac, um, went to my high school, then came to Quinnipiac. We hear of qu people who go to Quinnipiac all the time. And so it's actually interesting because my mother, even from when I was in fourth grade, was like, you have to start re researching colleges now. Wow, fourth grade. Um, fourth grade, yes. <laughs> and so I remember, like, Winnipeg was the first school I looked at. I lived, like, five minutes away from North Haven campus. Yeah. So the first thing I looked at was Quinnipiac, and it still had like the old website. I can still remember it right now. The, it's old, the old ugly website, website. The old logo. I yeah. remember one day I went on and they had the new logo, and then like they re redesigned the website again, and then now it's redesigned again. I just love um, those changes that we make. I love it because even now I work at um, the marketing office um, with um, their social media for admissions, and I just love what we're doing um, with the design side and the content creation side. Yeah. Uh, Sean, this is a question I ask every GID major. Sure. Favorite typeface <laughs> and why? Well, it's not necessarily favorite typeface more than this favorite typefaces. Okay. You know? um, so you, you don't have just one? Well, I love the classics. Okay. I love Helvetica. I love Avenir. I love Dido. Okay. Um, I love Baskerville. That's what I recently used for my type specimen booklet. Um, I just really love using like those typefaces, like okay. those classic, clean okay. typefaces. I'm a Garamond guy. Garamond? Yeah. That's a nice one. Thank you. Yes. But but I mean, you know, Times New Roman, you can't go wrong with Times New Roman. Either. Times New Roman, I kind of have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with Gris. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just because, you know, we, we just always use it in like English papers and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. But it's a, it's a beautiful typeface too. Yeah. But but like my my resume, my CV, Garamount. Oh, yeah. That's good. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, anything that you have not accomplished at Quinnipiac that you'd like to accomplish? Oh, my gosh. Because I feel like you've accomplished a lot. That's a hard one. I know this is going to sound kind of cliche, but it's just like that ambition in me <laughs> to keep going. You know, we, we see it all around campus, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like I get new ideas of stuff that could be done here every single day. Stuff that I want to do. You know, it's kind of like checking off a bucket list. Like, what do I want to do? Oh, I want to host... Quinnipiac tonight, and I got that opportunity like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yes. Um, soon, hardest we posted. Like? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Um, what were the skits? Oh, so it was the Thanksgiving episode. Okay. And so my skit was like um, Dancing with the Stars, but if everything just went horribly wrong. Um, and then the other one was Thanksgiving Gone Wrong, which is with my uh, sweet mate who also goes to, who's also in school, Calm. Um, and who is my secretary? His was if Thanksgiving goes wrong. Okay. Yeah. And but like I said, though, it's like checking off items on a bucket list, like participating in a television show, doing a podcast, which we're doing right now. Like you know, there's so much opportunities here. There's so many things to do here at Quinnipiac. Um, that's just really what I love about this university. Okay. I was going to ask you something about oh graphic design. Yes. Favorite class. Favorite class so right far. now, or so? so you've been here two years. <laughs> Through the first two years, favorite I, class. I really love typography too with okay. Professor Laurie Grace. Okay, that Why? is 
well, just because we're like designing like these beautiful projects. I'm not saying web design isn't beautiful. I like web design, but yeah. I really love the print stuff. Web design is where the money's at. I know. That's the thing, <laughs> though. And I feel like I'm good with web design. Okay. Um, so I can definitely go that route. Um, but I just love like creating like that booklet that we just did. And then we also did like a calendar design. And then Professor Grace is just like most like the sweetest human being on the planet I think like yeah. she, she's <laughs> such a lovely person such an encouraging person um, and I just yeah I just really love being in that class uh, you mentioned earlier that you work for the university's marketing communications office yes what do you, what do you do for them so I help out with the QU admissions Instagram okay um, so it's a new Instagram account that the university recently started that aims on um, presenting the university to our prospective student community. Okay. Um, this was something I actually got the job from Heather Popovics, okay. um, who was, you know, recent graduate here of School of Communications. Um, she recommended that I apply. So I'm thankful to her for that if she's listening to this right now. Um, but yeah, so basically what I do is I help create, you know, Instagram reels um, for that account, um, which I've been um, here yesterday and today just filming videos um, for this new project that we're doing, you know, showcasing off the spaces that we have on this campus. So that's and what I just caught you doing. Yes, that's what you caught me doing. <laughs> I was in the room. I was filming. You're like, do you want to do the podcast now? I'm like, sure. Um, and then, oh, I also helped to create some graphics for that account as well. Okay. So, okay. So look for that on a, on a future Instagram post. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they've been sl slowly re releasing them out. They did this like recent school series highlighting each school. Okay. Um, that was me who made those graphics. Oh, really? And, yeah, look for Very those cool. photos. I've seen, and, I've seen yeah, those. Yeah. 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 And then they also had me doing some like um, other stuff too. So they had me in like a video recently. Um, and yeah, they just, they had me in like some of the photos for a photo shoot. We did a New Haven photo shoot. Um, so it's just stuff like that that helps to market the school. Okay. Um, I've got to ask, since since you are a local kid. Yes. Because I could not convince my sons when they were in, when they were looking at college to go anywhere mm -hmm. near yes. where, where I was teaching at the time. <laughs> what is it like being so close like? to home? Because my kids I, wanted to get as far away as they as we would allow them. You to. see, I never felt that way. I yeah. love it. Okay. I think initially, I was like, "Oh, I'm so close to home. Yeah. Like I don't have to take the highway. I can just yeah. like drive home." But now, you know, I love it because like I have my space here. I live on campus. I live on York Hill. You know, so I have have that independent space, and I have that independence where I can try and figure stuff out on my own. Yeah. But then I also have my parents who live like couple minutes down so you're not you know, commuting can, you're actually living here I'm on campus so that's yes i'm living that's here. good yeah yeah but you take your laundry home no you no. don't <laughs> no no i do it here no i'm not like that chris you know i i i like you know having the independence of doing stuff myself but then also having my parents if i need them or if i want to talk to them catch up okay yeah cool very cool. All right, Sean. Last question. Yes. This is this is a question I ask everybody when when we end the uh, podcast. Tell me something about you that few people would know that they would be surprised to know. Oh, Chris, really? And, I, and I'll tell you something about me. Okay. Okay. All right. No, I have to think about this. Okay. You want me to go first? Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I was eight, and then when I was ten, 
I got hit by a car both times riding my bike (laughs) and both times got up and walked away. Really? Really. Really? Yeah. The first time I was um, I was out with my sister delivering Girl Scout cookies. Okay. And uh, ran through a stop sign, you know, because I have an eight-year-old kid oh. on my bike, and, <laughs> you know, and, and landed on, on the guy's hood of his car, you know. He's freaking oh, gosh. out. gosh. And, and all I'm doing is I just want to get my bike and go home because my parents <laughs> are going to be mad at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah. so this happened like twice? This happened twice. twice. And then, and then oh it God. happened like two years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, I was not hurt at all. Oh, wow. From being hit by a car. I and think it, you have and to the, be and, really thankful. And, and these are these are moving cars. I mean, these are cars going 30, 40 yeah. miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. And, I, and I'm hitting them head on with, with my bike. Yes. Yeah. Ne- neither time a scratch on me. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I'm either incredibly lucky or just I've got a thick skull. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're really thankful <laughs> yeah. for that. Well, I don't ride a bike anymore. It's, <laughs> it's what's happened. Oh, okay. So the thing about me is you would never, I, I think I found a good one. Okay. You would never suspect this about me, but growing up, I was like really, really, really shy. Like I did not like to talk to people i think that was that was like still a thing like all throughout elementary school like i was just like really really like shy huh. but now yeah you i know, consider you kind of a very outgoing person you'd be surprised yeah. you'd be surprised sometimes i'm like oh my gosh i know you know if you put me in a room full of people i don't know it's yeah. kind of like oh my gosh why am i here i don't know any of these people um but then if you like put me on like a stage or something and tell me that you have I have to do like public speaking or a performance or something. I'm like, oh, I got this, you know? So yeah, it's just two different things, but I feel like I've really come out of my shell now. So that's good. Very cool. All right, Sean, I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Uncommon Grounds. Thank you, Chris. That was my interview with Sean Fermantes, who is a graphic and interactive design student here at the School of Communications. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rausch. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. This show is produced by Grace McGuire, who also does the music. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QUPodcast. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. This is our last episode for fall semester 22. We'll be back with new episodes in spring semester 23. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.